Hello, my name is Rick Pearson. Welcome to Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. Have you ever wondered why there is such diversity of opinion today in American politics and so much hostility in expressing those opinions? We'll be discussing this and much more today as we unveil the hidden mysteries of America's role in Bible prophecy. Welcome back. Today we're going to discuss a dramatic change that happens in the seventh of eight kingdoms prophesied to rise and fall in Scripture. In the past weeks, we've highlighted ten descriptions of that seventh kingdom who's called Babylon the Great, who will rise and fall before the eighth kingdom comes onto the world scene. Now, currently, the only nation that meets those ten descriptions of the seventh kingdoms is the United States of America. We also learned that due to the covenant that the founding fathers of America made with God within her constitution, it has invoked God's blessings upon America. She has become the richest, most powerful, most educated and technically advanced nation in the history of mankind. Her education system, her judicial system, her government structure were all founded upon Judeo-Christian principles. However, after experiencing the greatest technological and material blessings of any nation in the history of mankind, the Bible says that the seventh kingdom, Babylon the Great, would fall away from the biblical tenets that, that made her great. Now this does not happen overnight, but something begins happening within Babylon that drastically changes her covenant relationship with God. Now, we at Prophecy USA believe that America is currently in this stage of transition, and a battle is raging between those who hold fast to biblical foundations of the Constitution and those who desperately want it changed. Instead of, in God we trust, those in opposition want in government we trust. Listen to this. The Bible tells us that in 2 Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Romans 15 verse 4 says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction. In previous episodes, we have discussed the fall of Lucifer from heaven before man was created. Current evangelical theology believes that Satan is still an adversary today, opposing anything and anyone who would follow after the ordinances of the Father. Jesus taught his disciples, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. In historical Babylon of 602 BC, 
King Nebuchadnezzar fell into the same trap as Lucifer when after being empowered by God to build the great city of Babylon, he said, Is not this great Babylon which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? But while the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdom is departed from you. Scripture says at that same hour, Nebuchadnezzar fell mentally ill with a rare clinical illness psychiatrists call bonethropy. Scripture says they drove him from his dwelling, and they made him eat grass like a beast for a period of seven years. The Bible says even Nebuchadnezzar's hair grew as eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. Although this happened in ancient Babylon of 600 BC, according to Scripture, Many people within the seventh nation would follow the example of King Nebuchadnezzar. People would begin to take God out of the equation of their lives and believe the lie that their wealth and prosperity was created by their own wisdom and intelligence. Concerning Babylon the Great of Latter Days, Scripture says, Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee, and thou hast said in thine heart, I am, and none else beside me. Sit thou silent, and get thee into darkness, O daughter of Chaldeans, for thou shalt no more be called thy lady of kingdoms. Fallen is Babylon the great, for she has become the habitation of demons, a hold of every foul, unclean spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. It would appear from these scriptures that the same principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness that overtook ancient Babylon would find their way into Babylon the great of the latter days. According to scripture, once Babylon the Great is removed, they will be given a seven-year period on earth with the beast, the eighth kingdom, to rule as they choose, and it will be the darkest time of mankind's existence. However, before that happens, they will first appear in Babylon the Great, and it will be obvious to those who understand the signs of the time. Welcome back to Prophecy USA. We're talking today about the falling away of the seventh kingdom, Babylon the Great. And we've established in previous programs the only nation that meets her description so far is the United States of America. Ecclesiastes 1.9 says there is nothing new under the sun. The Spanish philosopher George Santea coined the phrase, what we refuse to learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it. We just learned of how ancient Babylon fell because King Nebuchadnezzar's arrogant pride refused to acknowledge that God was the reason for his nation's wealth and blessings. You know, the prophet Hosea said in 4.6, My people perish for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Narcissism and pride is a strange disease. It puffs a person up to think they know everything. And it's the strangest of all diseases because it makes everyone in the room feel sick to their stomach except the person who's full of it. Psalms 51 or 53, 1 says, Only a fool has said in his heart there is no God. Now, there are three groups of people listening to this broadcast. One, there may be some who have no belief whatsoever in a higher power. You are an atheist or a secular humanist. There are others who honestly don't know whether God exists or not. You would be agnostic. And then there are those of you who at some time in your life have called out to God and you've heard his still small voice. 
He knows you and you know him. He speaks to your heart through your conscience and you hear his wisdom in Bible reading and sermons and teachings and you have no doubt whatsoever that he exists. You, my friend, are a believer. And as a believer, many times people don't understand the knowledge which you've been given. It's like the little boy who was flying a kite and he let it go high into the clouds. And an elderly gentleman walked by and said, what are you doing, son? And the boy said, I'm flying my kite. The man looked up and said, well, I don't see any kite up there. I just see clouds. Oh, but it's there, sir, I can assure you. Well, how do you know, said the old man. How do you know that it's up there? And the young boy said, because I can feel the tug. There is a battle raging today over the soul of the United States of America. Most people believe the battle is an economic battle between socialism and capitalism, or between the Democrats and the Republicans. But according to scripture, it's a battle between staying in covenant with God and his ordinances, or walking completely away from the concept of one nation under God. On one side is conservatives who lean towards America's founding fathers and the Judeo-Christian principles she was founded upon, while another group known as progressives who, like Nebuchadnezzar, don't believe that God has anything to do with their blessings. They don't want God. They don't want the Ten Commandments. They don't want prayer in school nor in the government. In fact, they even want to monitor your speech so the name of God is not mentioned in public places. However, this battle is not a coincidence. Scripture prophesied this would happen in Babylon the Great. The same spirits that convinced Nebuchadnezzar that he was a god in ancient Babylon invade the culture of Babylon the Great. Isaiah 47, 5 said, Sit thou silent and get thee into darkness, O Babylon. Now, God was not talking about somebody turning off the lights. He was refer referencing a spiritual condition that would come upon Babylon's people, a spiritual condition that history has seen happen time and time again with nations who have been deposed by God and raised up by God. When we come back, we're going to show you specific things in America today that the Bible told us would happen in Babylon the Great. You do not want to miss this next segment, so stay tuned. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, for he raises up kingdoms and he deposes kingdoms. But what about America? the most prolific nation in the history of mankind, the most productive nation to ever exist, the most powerful military that has ever been created with the most advanced technology known to man. Circling the globe, monitoring the airwaves, dominating the internet, not since man's first breath has any nation achieved such greatness. But is this lady of kingdoms in the Bible? Have past generations foretold of her existence? Prophecy USA is proud to present their latest study guide providing over 50 biblical references describing the past, the present, and the future of this great nation. Joining the dots that unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. To order your copy of the Prophecy USA study guide, call 1-888-306-1759 or go to prophecyusa.org. Call today. 
Welcome back to Prophecy USA. We've been talking about political and social events within our culture that many believe is fulfilling prophecies from over 2,000 years ago. And although many may wonder what in the world is going on to our moral values in North America, perhaps it's time to look at Scripture and discern what in the Word is going on. Now concerning Babylon the Great and her identification with the United States of America, we're going to focus on two scriptures. Isaiah 47, 5 says, Sit thou silent, and get thee into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans. For thou shalt no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. Revelation 18, 2 says, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. For she has become the habitation of demons, and a hold of every foul, unclean spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. We've already looked at how pride and a lack of biblical knowledge caused King Nebuchadnezzar of historical Babylon to fall from God's favor. However, according to Scripture, Babylon the Great of latter years will repeat Nebuchadnezzar's mistakes. Even the pagan religions that Babylon practiced will be repeated in the latter years as America falls into darkness. Now, the word darkness in the preceding verses is the Hebrew word chosak, which means obscurity or lack of understanding. This lack of understanding or darkness covers two areas of proto protocol within a nation's culture. Number one, there's a spiritual religious darkness, and number two, there is a moral darkness. Isaiah 47.12 lists several ancient Babylonian religions that will be found in Babylon the Great of the last days. Isaiah 47.12 says, Stand now with thine enchantments, with the multitude of thy sorceries, wherein thou hast labored from thy youth. Thou art worried in the multitude of thy counselors. Let now the astrologers and stargazers, the monthly prognosticators, that would be mediums and fortune tellers, Stand up and save thee from these things that shall come upon thee. Now, according to the Bible dictionary, enchantments in this verse would include cultic paraphernalia such as Ouija boards, tarot cards, the practice of calling up familiar spirits, mediums, fortune tellers, witchcraft, worship of the moon or planets, which were forbidden for the children of Israel to practice, yet were much practiced in ancient Babylon. Hollywood and the movie and television industry have made all these practices widely accepted and even encouraged in our culture. Oddly enough, there are even TV series today simulating the myth of lycanthropy, where men and women literally transform their bodies into animals. Nebuchadnezzar suffered from this mental illness, and it was considered his judgment for not acknowledging God and giving him thanks for the financial blessings God had given him. Today, however, those Babylonian religions, practices, provide entertainment for a vast number of viewers within North America. Sorcery in the Greek is the word pharmakia. This is where we get the word pharmacy from, which includes using drugs for altered states of mind. Latter-day Babylon the Great is a drug-induced nation. In the covenant God gave Moses with Israel, he specifically warns them, There shall not be found among you anyone 
who burns his son or daughter as an offering. Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or is a sorcerer or is a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. The results of this lack of understanding has drastic effects upon Babylon. Society showcased within her moral lifestyle is evidenced in Romans chapter 1, where Paul describes the effects of darkness in a society. Romans chapter 1, verse 18 reads, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. For the invisible things of God from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead. So they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations or in their minds, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Here we see the word darkened again, only this time in the New Testament, it's the Greek word skortizo. To be unable to understand the truth is the definition of that word. Verse 28 says, Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. That's a society that has no moral compass as far as Scripture is concerned. Reprobate is the Greek word odikomas. It is a mind that is not in accordance to what is right. In this mind uh, or ideology, good becomes evil and evil becomes good. And this describes a society that has a total disregard for God's moral protocol. Romans 1.29 lists 23 characteristics to look for in a reprobate society, including being filled with all unrighteousness, fornicating, covetousness, murderers, haters of God, boasters, disobedience to parents, unthankful, unmerciful, covenant breakers, and without natural affection, who knowing the judgment of God, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Today in America, we are seeing some of the most radical changes in morals, culture, and the society as a whole. Is it possible that we are in being invaded by the same Babylonian spirits that wreaked havoc in ancient Babylon before she was judged. Stay tuned. We'll be addressing some of these fascinating topics after this brief message. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, for he raises up kingdoms and he deposes kingdoms. But what about America? The most prolific nation in the history of mankind, the most productive nation to ever exist, the most powerful military that has ever been created with the most advanced technology known to man. Circling the globe, monitoring the airwaves, dominating the internet, not since man's first breath has any nation achieved such greatness. But is this lady of kingdoms in the Bible have past generations foretold of her existence? 
Prophecy USA is proud to present their latest study guide providing over 50 biblical references describing the past, the present, and the future of this great nation. Joining the dots that unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. To order your copy of the Prophecy USA study guide, call 1-888-306-1759 or go to prophecyusa.org. Call today. Welcome back to Prophecy USA. My name is Rick Pearson, and we've been discussing the amazing changes in our society that are earmarking the USA as possibly being Babylon the Great. In previous lessons, we pinpointed 10 descriptions of Babylon the Great that the United States of America meets. For any of you that missed those talking points from previous programs, let's do a quick review. Who is Babylon the Great? Number one, she is a providential nation raised up by divine mandate and actually forms a covenant with God. Number two, she is the seventh of eight providential nations that rise in the history of mankind. Number three, she will appear immediately before a new world order is empowered to become the eighth kingdom to rule. Number four, she is globally symbolized as a woman or lady of kingdoms. While the other kingdoms are symbolized by animals, she is symbolized as a woman. Number five, she is the wealthiest nation on earth. Number six, she trades with merchants of the earth from her deep water ports. Number seven, she trades over 27 products with those merchants, including the souls of men, which is slavery. Number eight, she makes the merchants of the earth rich through her global economic policies that are spread over the seven mountains of the earth. Number nine, she creates a military allowing her to sit or police over multitudes, tongues, and peoples and nations before the new world order comes into power. Number 10, she is scientifically and technically advanced to the point that she becomes so full of pride that she says within her heart, I sit a queen and will see no sorrow. From before the break, we've added several descriptions of Babylon, bringing the number to 11, which is that she falls from her spiritual favor with God. And just as King Nebuchadnezzar of 600 BC refused to acknowledge God for blessing him, Babylon the Great suffers from the same narcissistic ideology. She takes God right out of her lifestyle. Now we interpret that narcissism as being the secular humanism today. Number 12, she is literally given over to darkness by God, just as Nebuchadnezzar was driven out of his mind and suffered mental illness in historical Babylon. Babylon the Great becomes a habitation of godless activity. Her society becomes reprobate, so good becomes evil and evil becomes good. Number 13, she begins practicing the same pagan religions as historical Babylon. Those practices include number 14, she has Babylonian enchantments within her. That would be Ouija boards, tarot cards, fortune telling, etc. Number 15, she has necromancy within her. That would be medium speaking to the dead. Number 16, she has stargazers and monthly prognosticators 
which is daily in her newspaper. Number 17, she has witchcraft, which also includes Satan worship. Number 18, she is a drug-induced nation filled with pharmakia, which is the Greek word for sorcery, sorcery, and where we get pharmacy from, drugs and potions. We now have 18 descriptions of Babylon the Great, and America so far meets every description. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, other nations practice these pagan religions as well, and you are correct. However, other nations did not build their constitution on Judeo-Christian theology and stand out as a providential nation like America. Other nations are not the richest nations in the world, nor are they recognized globally as a lady of kingdoms. There is no nation that can come close to the military might of USA as she confronts hostile, aggressive regimes throughout the world. In order to be fair, we must address every description of Babylon in order to discover her identity. So let's continue to unveil the mystery as Scripture reveals. Although she is described as a lady of kingdoms, perhaps the most telling sign of her moral depravity is found in Revelation 17.1. The angel says, Come hither, and I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute that sitteth upon the water. That water is multitudes, tongues, and peoples. Verse 2 says, With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Now the nation who was called the Lady of Kingdoms is now called a prostitute and the distributor of fornication. Obviously, this is describing her in her fallen state. How could a nation who was founded on covenant with God, instigated the Bible into her education system, places Judeo-Christian laws into her judicial system, and even the statue of Moses in public display now be called a prostitute and a peddler of fornication throughout the world. Since 1962, secular humanists have vehemently fought to take the Bible out of the education system, prayer out of the classroom, God out of government, and the whole Judeo-Christian moral values out of society. We've taught grade school children that they come from monkeys and then wonder why they grow up and act like animals. You know, the word prostitute here is the word pornea in Greek. It is where we get the word pornography from. And currently today, Hollywood is the number one producer of pornographic films on earth, producing a pornographic movie every 37 minutes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We at Prophecy USA have not called Babylon the great prostitute. Ancient scripture has. And that brings us to the 19th description that America has fulfilled. Revelation 17:1, she has become the world's producer of pornography and has merchandised it to seven continents of the earth, to the merchants of the earth. However, no matter how bad it seems, scripture tells us there is still the voice of believers within Babylon 
and they are to raise up a shout of warning. Babylon has fallen, but God still has tremendous victory in store for those who call upon His name. So if you're a believer in Christ, don't be alarmed. I assure you, something good is about to happen to you. You don't want to miss next week's broadcast. You've been listening to Prophecy USA. My name is Rick Pearson reminding you that Jesus Christ is alive and He's coming back much sooner than you think. Shalom. Shalom.